hello hello so our last podcast got a little cut off because we were at time and then of course we were traveling and everything was flooding our mind because we haven't done a podcast in a while but this one we're trying to play catch up that's what we're trying to do <laughs> so <laughs> he said I mean, it better than i did <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's what we're trying to do we trying to, we, we playing catch up so we, um, I know we got a lot. We got to uh, touch bases on, so you know, bear with us. Though we getting everything, we get everything in order. So you know, we getting there. We getting there. So thank you for the patience. Thank you for the patience. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna put it bluntly more more than her, but you know, it's yeah. But all in all, we are really trying to take catch up, try to get everything that we wanted out while still fresh within our minds, though. So yeah, so it's go. like it came. So it's just like all right, let's let's go on and do it, but. This one here is going to be, um, you know, focused on black love, honestly. Um, what actually sparked our conversation initially was, you know, he had stated that there was not really a lot of, you know, Afro-positive shows that are out there. And, of course, he's absolutely right. There, there's really not. Um, but I was telling him about one that I've, I've caught from time to time called black love and basically it's about black couples you know through their journey of marriage and you know how they have been able to you know sustain their marriage and the things that they have gone through the things that they've overcome you know as a couple as two beings who are one they have went through you know different things and they've been able to explain it and there was this one gentleman that just really, you know, struck out. And he was talking about how, you know, he loves to come home to his wife, who, of course, is, is a black woman. And he was like, I can't see myself with anybody else. You know, I love everybody. I'm not knocking anybody, he said. But at the same token, he's like, you know, I can't go to, you know, an Asian woman or a white woman or whatever to really explain to her the struggles that I'm having on a day to day basis because she doesn't understand. It's just not within her demographic to even understand that he was like you know i can't go to work and you know bust my ass and have somebody else get promoted over me who's you know not the same race as me but i trained them you know or i I know (laughs) i know (laughs) you know he said i can't come home and and say that to you know a a non-black woman he was like you know yeah my black woman she may get angry she may even try to go up to my job and that's fine because that's the passion she has behind what i'm going through he said another woman or another race is not going to understand that. So he said, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do anything else. He said, I, I couldn't bear or, or to be without my black woman. He said, we, we've been through so much. We've been through so many obstacles and we found those balances to make it work no matter what. And especially when it came to, you know, them having children, they have, they have a blended family as well. You know, she had a child prior. He had, you know, two kids prior they had a child together, um, you know, so they, they had a blended family and then, you know, just recently decided to have an addition to the family. And, you know, they do what they can to maintain the household, period. You know, just maintain that structure, not only for themselves, but for their children. And I think that is something that our community really is lacking is that structure of the black family, that real deep understanding and that structure of black love yeah that's true very much true and i fully agree with that 
And yes, I did state, you know, like there's not enough black shows to depict it. Which is, from what you see right now, what, I mean, a lot of stuff that we see, you know, depicting black people, though, you know, even like with power and empires like that, though, like, they, they show like this somewhat successful family, whatever, this one successful black man, whatever, though, but he had to be grimy just to get it. Like, he had to sell drugs, or he had to kill somebody, he had to step on somebody just to get, get, get off, you know, get where they need to be. And it shouldn't have to be that way. Honestly, though, like, it's almost like you're putting, like, like, putting, like, black people in the bad light, you know, like, that's all we're about, you know. It's the only way that we can make it. It's the only way that we can sustain and maintain our family. Yeah, and it shouldn't have to be, you know, depicted as such. You know, we are really misrepresented in a lot of ways, though, you know, with the media. I mean, even with Empire, though, you know, like, they, as I said before, like, they got, like, this quote-unquote family here. You know, like the, with the lions, and you know, it's like it's like a dysfunctional. It, the, the whole family within itself is very dysfunctional. I mean, you know, you got you got one son who got who got mental issues. You got another one though; he's homosexual. The other one, he's just this quote unquote, you know, bad. He got this bad boy persona though. But like, you know, like it's not what you want to depict as black. You know, like success, you know, like true success within, you know, you know, for blacks, period, because, you know, it's, it's more than just that, and it should be more stuff to, like, to really show our greatness as a people, though, because we are great as, as a people, though, because we got such a rich, rich history, though, if you actually did do the history, though, like, we come from a strong line of inventors, scholars, kings, warriors, etc., etc., you know, queens as well. I mean, you know, like, we, I mean, there's so much that we've done through our history, so much that we use, you know, like, our talents and all our gifts that we use to build this country and everything around, basically, this whole freaking planet. You know, like, you can't honestly say, though, everything that was done that was not, you know, like, a black hand hadn't touched it. Everything that's practically done within this, in this whole world, though, our black hand touched it. And <clears throat> even the fact that we have internet as it is, though, it was by a black hand. The game, I mean, video games, all this stuff is by black hands. I mean, you know, that's, like I said, but like we, I mean, we are, we are, basically the true inheritors of this world. And it's, and it's time for more people like to step up to actually show our greatness to let them know, okay, regardless of what y'all see, whatever, we are here. We are the ones, you know, we are the true architects of this, of this whole world, of this country, of, of everything beyond. So, we have to really realize that as a people. Realize our own greatness and how far we can go beyond this. And I definitely agree with that. It's just we have to really, really get back to the roots of who we are. Not who we were. The roots of who we are. And building that solid foundation is what is going to shape our future. Um... And I mean, like I said, you know, of course, I agree with him wholeheartedly. There's not enough, you know, shows and things like that on TV and in media that actually show the positive portion of black love or the positive portion of black family. Honestly, black love is the only show really that I can think of right right now um, that's fresh and new and inviting and saying, hey, it, it is OK to love your black woman. It is OK to love your black man. It is OK to go through things as a couple 
and come out fighting, come out together, come out as one, you know, fix it. You know, things happen, people make mistakes, but fix it. And when you fix it, you know, keep it that way. And they they talk about a lot of great different perspectives within love and relationships and how they even came about and you know some people got they don't have a romantic story as to how they met some of them <laughs> you know didn't even like each other they didn't want to be together but trust me I, trust me though like my grandparents got stories for you especially my grandmother though you know like if like just to hear her talk I'm, oh my goodness though like that's that's why I love so much Oh man, and she is. She is a trip. She, I mean, man, both I mean, of his grandmothers are absolutely hilarious. Unfortunately, I don't have my grandmothers around anymore, but I definitely did used to love their stories. Um, you know about how they met. You know my my grandfathers and the stuff that they had to do, the things that they didn't like, and you know back then it was a whole different ball game than what it is now. I think you know my father's mother met my grandfather wrangling a chicken because she was scared. <laughs> she, she was scared of it. And she she had to go out and get the chicken and cut the head off and stuff like that. And, you know, that's how she ended up meeting my grandfather. Uh, was running after a damn chicken. So, <laughs> it was crazy. And she, she said it. She was like, I, I didn't like him at first. She said, I didn't. I didn't want to deal with nobody. I didn't want nobody bothering me. And I said, that's where I get that shit from. I'll tell you that because that's my motto. I don't want to bother nobody and I don't want nobody to bother me. But, um, you know, they our elders really have some really, really good insight. And, you know, it, it made me think on how they survived through the things that they survived through back then. You know, I, I was talking to a friend and one of them was like, well, you got to remember you know, women were a lot more dependent upon men back then. So now that we have this sense of independence, we tend to, you know, say, oh, we don't need this man. We don't this, we don't that, which I, I agree with. Um, but at the same token, in my opinion, when it comes to that divine energy and that connection and, again, the structure of the household, you know, our men are needed you know, a lot of women took on the thing of, I don't need you, I want you. I ain't gonna lie, I did too. I, I had that mentality, but I had to... It's still there, a little bit. I mean, not really. I had to, like I said, I had to just kind of face some very hard truths. I had to, you know, go through my own growing period. I had to grow through, excuse me, I, I, I said that I would no longer use go through, grow through. You know, I had to grow through some things and that is it isn't necessarily you know oh yeah you know I just want you I just want you here but it's more of a you know what based off of what we're doing based off of what we're building you know based off of the energy that we share you know you are a need you're you're not necessarily a want and I'm not saying a need as you know, I can't do anything for myself. I can't sustain myself if you're not around. That's more of a, okay, the energy that you are providing to me, the energy that I am providing to you, that, you know, feminine and masculine energy, everything has to have a balance. And when there is no balance, there is no order. 
and that is what I had to kind of come to grips with and come to realize it has nothing to do with leaning on somebody financially or leaning on somebody sexually but it's mentally it's spiritually it's emotionally it's everything and it's not just one you have to have that balance and if there is no balance then what are you really there for <laughs> you know I mean it's we all in it together and just like when I read up on Shaka Zulu and if anybody know, know about Shaka Zulu, like, yeah, keep in mind with this right here. When he went to war, he had his wife with him. And from what I read, he said, <clears throat> why would I go to war and, and leave my queen there for her to get, you know, raped or pillaged by the enemy, though, when I can have her by my side. And if I die, she died with me because she's going to war with me. And she understood that because mm-hmm. he trained, he made sure everybody within his care was trained, even the women. So, you know, he said, if I'm going to war, I'm going to have my queen with me. So it, it it goes within that mindset, though. You know, if you're going when to, it's, when it's all said and done, though, like, you, you must rather be going through this whole thing with this whole craziest stuff within this country, though, with your own people. Yeah. Cause because at this time, we are at war. So yeah. we, we need our kings and queens in the forefront. I And I honestly, like I said, I my mentality was very, very different. Um, back then than how it is now and I agree with him and that's just like even with him if he's going through something excuse me if he's growing through something I'm growing through it with him period there is no I'm about to just fall back and let you kind of hang out on a limb and hang out in the balance until you say hey I need your help nope as soon as he's like hey babe this is what's going on I mean I'm on that because we're in this together we're we're you know that foundation for each other we're that foundation for the kids we have to let them see you know the generation that you're supposed to stick by each other you're supposed to stick by each other's side yes we're human yes we fuck up but we own up to them fuck ups and we change that shit and it is what it is exactly but at the same token you know you just have to make sure the person that you're going to war with is not at war against you and that's where a lot of people make mistakes and they are not taking the time out to get to know their partner. They're looking at surface. They're not looking at them internally. How is your soul? How is your spirit? Everybody may not look the way you want them to look, but how does your soul feel about them? How does your spirit feel about them? How is their energy? And I think that's another thing of this world is so convoluted of what a man is supposed to look like and what a woman is supposed to look like. And it don't make no sense. They can look as good as they want to and have all kind of fucking demons. Yeah, I mean, looks gonna fade. That's honest. I don't... I mean, regardless, though, like... We got to say, though, we don't look the same as we did 10 years ago. Or Your ass do. Whatever. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree with that. But, <laughs> you know, it's... I mean, like I said, though, like it's always got to boil down to what's important. If you're going to sit here and go and see a female or, or male based off of looks, then you're not seeing a bigger picture. I mean, it takes more than just looks. Because like she said, though, you know, a person can, can look gorgeous and beautiful or whatever, but they still got demons. And you never know what could be going on behind it. Like, that, all them good looks is just a veil. I mean, it's just more like a, more like a cover for what's really going on inside of it. Granted, though, like, there may be some 
good people though with some good spirits about them though, and they and they probably good looking as well though. But I mean, that's for anybody. It don't matter. It matter how you look, whatever though. But it's always good to get to know a person though, and see where their mind's at before you try to pursue. Because that's a. I mean, that's almost like you going into going into something not knowing what the hell you getting yourself into. That's like going into a haunted house, and then all of a sudden. Some shit just popping out at you, and you yeah. be like, "What the hell?" And then something else pop out you, and something else. <laughs> I'm saying you just, you know, you you just really never, never know. And like you said, looks fade, looks absolutely fade. And a lot of people spend so much money on the way they look, but they forget about what they are or who are they on the inside. And that's another reason why, unfortunately, our black folk are not maintaining and sustaining relationships, not maintaining and sustaining, you know, marriages because you're, number one, looking at surface. Number two, you're not taking the time to really get to know the mate and the person that you're with. A lot of times people be on so many different goddamn frequencies when it comes to their relationship and their marriage. It's ridiculous. Like, I have a person that I know. I can't even call them a friend. But I have a person that... I know, and they're dealing with another individual, and they were like, oh, yeah, I'm so in love, I'm this, I'm that, you know, they're great about this, they're great about that, and yada, 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 and then they decided to take that next step, and, you know, get engaged, and get married, and all that, and then come to find out, that person don't want kids, that person don't like kids, that person got fucking mental and anger issues, that person has so much shit that was behind the surface that they never really took the time to see. Not only did they never take the time to see, but they also didn't have those hard conversations in the beginning. Like, I joke around with him and stuff like that and be like, oh, yeah, I want a little girl. I don't want no more fucking kids. He don't either. So that was something that was established you know what I'm saying, no, in the beginning. No, no, you don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that no more. Huh? Don't do that no more. That's good. Kids are scary. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are scary. And I think, you know, between the two of us, we have a blended family. We have enough shit. We got a dog together. So there we go. <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, it's just people are not having those difficult conversations. And to me, that's something that's imperative. And I know we had our conversations pretty early on, but at the same token, we had already knew each other. So I don't know if it was maybe more comfortable us to have those conversations at the time that we did it or it was just like shit we need to have this fucking conversation just because we kind of both were you know trying to understand what exactly this was going to be and exactly what we wanted in the long run and a lot of people don't discuss that you know they say oh okay this person is so awesome and i'm with this person and this and this and this and then they've been together for fucking 20 years and then the dude was like oh well i never intend on marrying you (laughs) you know she's like oh well i want to get married I, that, that wasn't in my plan. I never intend on doing that. So a lot of people are getting they heartbroken. And I mean, honestly, it, it's men too. I know a lot of women who are completely against marriage and they're just like, nope, don't want to do it. Absolutely the fuck not. Um, and are surprising their men because he goes to propose to her. She's like, the ring is beautiful. I'll accept the ring, but we'll never get married. Yeah, you know, it's like they, it's almost like they want the, for the benefits but not the title (laughs) right (laughs) and i'm just like granted i i know a lot of people are just like oh the constitution of marriage and this and the constitution of marriage and that but when you think about it 
it's a, a fortunate and an unfortunate situation when you choose to marry or not marry because there are not a lot of states that even look at what they consider common law marriage they don't look at that so if anything happens to your partner then you have to leave it up to their family to make any and every every decision and one thing i thought about was you know personally i don't want my family to make my decisions i would rather my mate make my decisions because he knows what i want right you know what i'm saying he knows what i want i don't want all this little extra little funeral and viewing and all this and don't stand up at my funeral and tell people how great i was because no i'm i'm you know i'm mean sometimes so it's like don't sit and try to sugarcoat shit when i ain't here i don't want a whole bunch of people talking about oh i miss her i ain't talked to you in 30 fucking years what do you mean you miss me so (laughs) you know i mean and i can't stand it you know like the ones that don't really be around are the ones that read the most about right the ones that don't be around the ones that do you the worst are the ones that grieve the most Mm -hmm. and to me that is just so stupid and that is just so fucking fake and for me if anything were to ever happen to me you know i don't want it being okay well you guys are not married so he can't make this choice we have to contact you know your family your family has to make this choice but he's the one that knows what i want and i can even tell you a lot of times even if you put shit in your will you know that you want a person to do something specifically there are loopholes and there are ways for your family to get around that shit and it's fucked up and i found that out when my mother passed away because trust me my family tried me because i was her power of attorney over life and death um and they definitely went through and, and tried to do some slick shit so they could do whatever the fuck they want to but fortunately i built the rapport with the person that was at the funeral home and i let them know this is my paperwork these were my mother's wishes i don't want my family having their hands in anything I had it to the point where I spoke to the director of the entire funeral home and had them make my mother's case closed. So nobody could even call there and ask to see if her body was there. I had that shit so shut down because my family really thought they were fucking slick. And they thought they were slick to the point of people that hadn't talked to my mother in years was over there trying to have their hand in what should and should not happen as far as she's concerned and that really pissed me off that made me mad so it was just you know like i said it's it's a a a pro and a con because it's like yeah okay you get married to this person you're able to do everything that you need to do but let's say on the interim you guys don't work out you guys decide to get divorced realistically let's be honest here i'm just gonna be very very clear the people that get divorced were never meant to be together in the first place. I'm just going to make that fucking clear. If you are not vibrating on that same frequency with that person prior to marriage, if you guys are not really meshing mentally, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, I think I said mentally twice because that's a big one. Because yeah, you <laughs> it's a big one. If you're not meshing with that, you know, prior to marriage if you guys cannot sit and have difficult conversations if you guys cannot sit and really get to know each other their inside not just this surface this skin shit i'm talking about their spirit and who they are it's not a point 
you need to wait. It, it's just, it ain't worth it. Because at that point, again, it's going to end in turmoil. So that's where I say people need to really go back to building their foundation and figuring out who it is that they are dealing with. Because I'm going to be honest with you. If he wasn't how he was, and if I didn't know the things that I know now, and really focus and hone in on the energy that he admits, he wouldn't have got no coochie. I, was, I already told you, I said, person that I, I was back then, you wouldn't like me. And I told <laughs> you straight know? up. I, wouldn't I, mean, and vice, I mean, vice versa. He I wouldn't mean, have liked me either. I mean, I've been still honest. I said, look, I mean, you can sit there, oh, you know, I mean, I'm probably, oh, you know, you cute. Okay, cool, but I'll tell you right now, if you admit me while I was like within like my 20s or early 20s, you won't like me. Because I, I was going to tell you straight up, I'm not looking for no relationship. I was I literally telling people that. I'm not looking for no relationship. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I admit, the whole little thing, I, I had my little run-ins and, you know, here and there, dated, dated, tried the whole date thing outside my race, it didn't work out. Like I, and I I made that probably. That was my, that was my true fuck-up for that. <laughs> and, you know, because I realized, though, because I, I, I saw the ugly side of it. I saw the big picture of it. I, I mean, I saw the, the ugly, I saw the stairs. I saw people coming to me sideways saying, you know, you doing, why you doing that? Why you dating me? Why you dating her? You know, and all that stuff like that. You know, the only reason why she dating you is because she wanted to have that, have that black experience and all that stuff. And you were just curious. You just want to know what's... I, yeah, I, I, had, I dealt with all that mess. But, honestly, though, I realized, I seen it. I dealt with it. I mean, was it fun? No, it wasn't fun. <laughs> so I can... I ain't gonna sit here and try to be all um be so, oh yeah, you know, I enjoyed that flying there. I didn't. I mean, you know, just something I just wanted to just try out and I didn't like it and I just moved on from it, you know. And that was it though, yeah, because I, I realized like the older I got, the more I realized the bigger picture of it all, though, you know, it's not meant for me. So it's I mean, it's a, it was like my own personal growing um, my my own personal growing uh, process and and I learned and in the end what's more important though is I gotta have a, a solid woman by my side why not um, a woman of my own you know who, who can who can say who can relate to the struggle that I'm going through because she's there with me right and I mean and I agree with that I <laughs> I had my run-ins of oh i'm done with black men i'm a you know date somebody else but i never did it's just something about the chocolate i just oh lord you say chocolate yeah something about the chocolate (laughs) i just i couldn't do it i couldn't bring myself to do but um you know but realistically like i said it's just it took us a, a little minute to really well i don't even want to say it took us a minute but I'll say we vetted each other before we even got into a relationship. Um, well, we vetted each other for what, about a year? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for almost about a year, we kind of vetted each other. Just, you know, we had different conversations. We talked about different things. Um, you know, we, <laughs> we talked about, again, difficult things just to make sure that, you know, our mindset was set on the same thing and that, we wanted the same things out of life. Um, 
I think one thing that was really cute that we used to do is like our little Q&A where it's like <laughs> we were so mushy though <laughs> you were more mushy than I was no it was both of us. It wasn't just me. I'm a because grown, we, I'm a grown ass man. Nah. <laughs> yeah, we both were still mushy as shit. Nah, nah, because nah, we. Nah, man, I got to keep my nuts about me. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Anyway, <laughs> we was both super mushy because it was like, number one, not a day went by without us speaking to each other. I think maybe we had one day from the, when we were vetting each other that we didn't talk. One. And like, even still, though, like she was sending like little text messages with eyeballs looking like, What the hell? Like, yeah, because I think the day that I didn't talk to you, I had sent you something that says, Oh, you know, text me yesterday or some shit. I don't know, it was something, but um, we would like we would both be at work and we would be, you know, messaging or, or texting or you know, on video chat, <laughs> like almost all fucking day. <laughs> and keep in mind at that time, we had a time difference. I don't think either one of us gave a fuck either. <laughs> and when I used to work super early in the morning, when I used to do my 4 a.m. shift, like I would call him <laughs> right after I got dressed and left the house <laughs> to wake him up so I could hear his voice. Because <laughs> he has like this adorable ass sleepy voice oh my god it is so adorable nah you woke me over at my sleep and bad enough had to be working five o'clock in the morning no but oh, babe you gotta remember to to you if stuff. i called you I at three you. something it was already six something your time that would that was just before you started that other job or yeah. just before you started that other shift yeah, but right. i did i i absolutely did call him and wake him up out of his sleep because i wanted to hear his voice damn I know, right i know one point though i didn't ask the phone i called him later Time, no, every time I called you, you answered. No, nah, there was one time where I didn't. I looked, I said, oh, uh, nah. I, I promise you. I, 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 nah, you know, every time I called you, nah, 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 every time. I bet you know right now, I look through and say, man, I'm tired, boss. I'm going nightmare. Nah, nah, I don't know. Like, every time I call, you know, I think there was one time you didn't answer. Was, and I sent you a nice, lovely message. Yeah, I just want to hear your voice, though, but I see you sleep. Yeah, I was asleep, bro. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I th- but I think it was like once. But any other time, I did call. He would answer the phone though, and I, you know, I mean, it, it's just like me not knowing it then, but knowing it now. He just he really set the tone for my day. Me talking to him, having that first burst of his energy within the morning, even though I woke him up and he hates to be woke up. Um, you know. I mean, who, I mean, I mean, who does? I mean, I mean, I mean, actually, like, who loves being woken up? I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't really care. It just depends on the manner in which I'm woke up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like being woken up. Period. I don't care what manner. You, you yeah. wake me up. I'm looking at you like, bro. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's just like for me, like I said, I didn't know it then, but I know it now. It was more of me, you know, waking up, getting into my own, waking him up. And then just, you know, sharing. Let me wake him up first. (laughs) Right. It's just, it was sharing that mutual energy, that first burst of vibrance in the morning. I mean, like, that really set the tone for my day. And it's like, of course, I got off work at, you know, 1230 in the afternoon. So it's just, I don't know. It just, it set the tone for everything. And and my work days, they went by cool. Even though I got annoyed sometimes, my work day still went by cool because we were still, like, messaging each other and shit like that. Um, 
but it was just like I said we went through a vetting period to really build the foundation that we have now and the energy that he has the energy that we share even as a couple it's interesting because you know people see it even us not you know what I'm saying like really exuding too much in front of people like even people who are not spiritual even people who really don't know us can see it and I know one thing that kind of definitely put the nail in the coffin for me more so was his dad um you know just you know some of the things he said or whatever as far as we were concerned and it just it made me feel good that finally I made a right choice and I can honestly say that as a woman and I can honestly say that as a mother and I mean of course yes we're still growing granted we already said perfect is an abstract word that shit ain't you know there it's whatever you think perfect is you know perfect is is of your perception and that's just how I think about it and that's just what I'm going to stick to but um you know of course we are still growing together you know we still have things that we aspire to do with one another but again we still have that same end goal and I mean building that foundation just to break those general generational curses that children see within the household I think it's just so important it really is um it got to start somewhere and this it's been going on for far too long and we have to break it we have to realize though like if, it, if you're doing stuff for a while though it's going to get old and it's time for a change and we should change that I mean everybody talking about it, oh it got to start it, it got to change someday why not just start now there's no time like the present to get it knocked out, get it done. We'll have to deal with this stuff anymore. So, you know, it's, it's how I see it. Right. And, and I agree with that, too. Um, it's just, you know, we may as well just go ahead and do it. We have the capacity to do it. We have the strength to do it um, as a couple. So let's make it happen. So we do, you know, as we were talking earlier about the whole Shaka Zulu thing, like I said, he's not going to go to war by himself. He's not going to go and fight this world and come home and feel like he has to fight me too. That's just not going to happen. And that's not the household that I facilitate. A lot of women say, oh, he always comes home angry. He this, he that. And, and a, lot, a lot of folk don't like when I say it, but I also ask those type of women you know, what house, what type of household do you facilitate? You know, do you facilitate a peaceful home when he comes home? Are you understanding? Are you willing to listen to the things that he goes through throughout the day? Are you willing to allow him to pour into you so that you can have a better understanding of him and the things that he's went through? Because if you're not and you are constructing a chaotic home, he's going to come home chaotic. And that's just something that maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just a firm believer of that. But you have to facilitate a peaceful home in order to have a peaceful man. And that's just something that I, that, that was not taught to me. That is something that I learned. Um, because, of course, like he'll tell you, I don't like arguing. I don't like all that extra stuff. I just, I don't like it. You know, yeah, I may fuss at the kids from time to time. And then, of course, if they downstairs, I do the whole mommy thing, yelling from upstairs to downstairs. 
but when it comes to you know very situ like serious situations you know we sit and we talk and we sit and we talk to the kids and I think that's what is really important is parents understanding their children parents really getting it together for the sake of the kids um I know one thing that I have been trying to touch base on and it's such a touchy feeling or such a touchy topic nobody really wants to talk about it <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up after this commercial segment um we're gonna talk about it because it needs to be talked about Alrighty, so the next thing that really, really pushes me so hard into this black love and this foundation and this home life um, for children, breaking these generational curses, there is a term that constantly circles around about black men needing to love black women better. But of course, there's also one that circles around that says you know yes our black men need to love our black women better but our black women also need to love our black men better and i wholeheartedly agree with that and i'm going to step out on this limb and tell you black woman black women my sisters we are to blame for this Okay, and I'm going to explain why. I don't want none of y'all messaging me talking something crazy. I'm going to explain to you why. We are the nurturers of the home. We are the mothers of the home. We are the ones who are supposed to be softer than men. Trust me, took me a while to get there. I still have some, you know rough edges <laughs> so of course I'm not perfect but when I say that you have to also understand that when you have a son the way you treat him is how he's going to have a perception of women if you're yelling if you're fussing if you're belittling your son if you're telling him he ain't shit he's just a little nigga he's just like his fucking daddy etc 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 Keep in mind, you lay down with that man. That's number one. Keep that shit in mind. Even when me and, and my kid's dad had our falling out for that time period, my kids will tell you, and that's one thing that he also thanked me for when we did start to get along, was I never <clears throat> bad-mouthed him in front of my kids. Never. And if somebody else has something to say about him, I check them. Why? Because at the end of the day, that is the person I made my children with, regardless of me hating his fucking guts. I was not going to allow anybody to place no stigmas on my kids. So that was my mind frame on it. But if you have a son, you're his first love. You are who he's going to cling to. And if you're not giving him that love, that nurture, that affection, you know, those conversations that he needs to have with his mother that time that he needs to have with his mother you're setting him up for failure same with fathers and daughters but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the black woman needing to love the black man more because i feel that it is absolutely true when you come across 
so many men who are like, oh, I don't give a shit about these bitches and hoes and et cetera, et cetera. You got to also understand, you know, a lot of these women are sexualizing themselves. So they're looked at as sex objects. You allow men to call you bitches and hoes and sluts and tricks. And, you know, you think it's cute and you think it's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to go ahead and shake my ass in his face and he's going to give me some money and stuff like that. There's a certain way as a woman that you're supposed to handle yourself so that a man can respect you. If you're not respecting yourself, how do you honestly expect a man to respect who you are? You know, a lot of women, and I know me and he has talked about it, like a lot of women have these only fan pages where you're showing off your titties, <laughs> your pussy, your ass, and these men are subscribing to it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you know, these men are boosting and hyping you up and everything else. But at the end of the day, what do you honestly have that no other woman has? I got a pussy just like she got a pussy. I got titties just like she got titties. It's it's no fucking difference. You're not special. You're not placing a value on yourself. And men are not paying you and subscribing to you because they love who you are. No, they just love what you got. I mean, just like just like the comedian Ryan Davis said. He said, I am not a fan. I am a pervert. You don't have a talent. I have a problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it, it is true. But it, I mean, like that's like the most truest thing I ever heard, and it was so funny that when I heard it, I said, "You know what? That cannot be like the most truest thing I ever heard." But you know, I mean, but it's funny though, and I just and I just sit here and, and I and I listen to this stuff go on and on, and it's yeah, people can sit there and. Make an OnlyFans page, whatever though. These females, like, they know this. They know that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, though, like, I mean, like, they gonna have men who, who gonna who gonna follow up on it. What they gonna do? They gonna go spend money. It's okay. I, I can show my body, though. You know, I don't, I don't got nothing no different what any other, any other woman got. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna just take advantage of, of what's there, and I'm gonna make my money. But in my opinion, though, if you if you want a porn star, I don't think you should have that. I'm just gonna be honest with you, though, because you like you're not really showing them anything that we hadn't seen before. I mean, if anything, like we can look you up on on Pornhub, whatever, and we can pretty much see everything you've done. We, I mean, we've seen you've been a victim or been a recipient of all kind of actions. I mean, but <laughs> that's that's just me personally. And you know, we can sit here and we can talk about it all day. About, you know, oh, you know, if it's my body, I can do it. If I want with it, there, it's perfectly fine. Whatever makes you make your money, go ahead. Nobody's stopping you. But I'm going to be honest with you. In the end, though, what's it, I mean, where's it going to get you, really? So, quite frankly, though, I mean, I just really just look at that from a different perspective, and I just find it so funny that how some of these dudes were like, they would literally like spend like $20, $30 a month if not more, just look at a female and like these females, like they'll put these high rates on themselves for them. I'm like, are you oh, serious? Shit, 20, I done seen four dollars, two dollars, three dollars. Some of them be having sales and all yeah, that. Yeah, they got sales. Oh, you know, <laughs> oh, you know, I got a sale going on. So I, I mean, I see men do it too. So I'm not only coming down on the women. I do see men do it too. Well, I'm. Well, I can't speak for that because me personally, no. I mean, in this, <laughs> it's I do, funny. I see men do it too. I really I mean, do. It's a, it's a, it's a way, it's a way for them to make money. And sad, sad is very sad. Yeah, and a lot of women have that mentality of I'm gonna use what what I got in order to, you know, get 
money or, or get what I want. And that's sad that you don't have any other type of business mindset. That's really sad that you're not thinking of really owning and being a boss and running a business and you feel that you have to show yourself to everyone in order to make money. And me personally, I don't give a shit if you're a porn star. I don't give a shit if you're not a porn star. At the end of the day, you're still allowing people to see what should be the very sacred parts of you and you pimping yourself out. Like I said, people pay for it. That's their business. I don't agree with it, but people will pay to see the shit. And like he said, it's because they're perverts. So, you don't really give a shit. Me personally, I mean, if I want to, you know, it's like, what the hell? What's the point? I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, yeah, here's my boobs. Pay me $2 a month to see my boobs. For fucking what? No, these are my boobs. You don't need to see my boobs. Because if you see me out in public <laughs> and you try to come up to me, I'm like, I really wonder how these women's, you know, personal life is. Like, when people see you in public and, and, and shit like that. And it's crazy because, you know, of course, I know everybody knows about the Facebook girl where she, you know showed her body that way um and unfortunately putting all her business out there a man uh found out where she lived at and felt that's how she was you know in her real life that's just kind of how she was behind the camera and when she wouldn't do you know what he wanted her to do he killed that woman so it's like of course you have to be careful and you have to respect yourself if you want these men to respect you you can't sit and say, oh, men ain't shit and men ain't this and men ain't that. I mean, women ain't shit either. <laughs> I'm saying it don't matter. It don't matter if you have an appendage or if you have, a, you know, an internal taco. It is what it is. What? And you, <laughs> you know, still have to do the shit you need to do to be respected. Anyway. Um... I mean, hey, I'm just saying. I mean, some people, the shape may be a little different. I don't know, but they understand what I'm saying. Whether you have a penis or a vagina, you need to respect yourself. <laughs> and you need to respect your kids. Like, that is just so very important. Even when it comes to mothers against daughters, you know, you, you have to respect yourself. You have to respect your children. They need to be able to see this. And if you want men to treat women better, it starts from the beginning. It starts with you treating your sons better. It starts with you making sure that they understand what a love from a woman is. It's okay to hug your kids. It's okay to kiss your kids on the cheek and vice versa. It is totally okay to show your kids affection. Like there are so many women and so many men out here who don't even understand the value of intimacy. I'm be honest, I was one of those people. I, I wasn't an affectionate person. I didn't give a two shits about no intimacy i don't care nothing about that hey listen if we about to do it we gonna do it we don't need to do all this little lovey-dovey shit we don't need to no hold no fucking head we don't need to do none of that shit but i mean i wasn't doing that either honestly though. i was really like i said i was young i mean like i said though like to all the men though who actually did that thing back then you know you know like we was just in it for one thing we was it get out get out of it just hit the quit it that's it i mean that's i mean you know i wasn't trying to sit and try to Trying to hug a kid, do none of that stuff. You know, I was trying to get my stuff in and get about it. Though. So you know, are you gonna call me? Yeah, I call. Well, no, I didn't. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I was the ones. I was one of the ones who, who fell for that. Who fell that? Who fell within that whole, you know, notion? But you know, like I said, the older you get, you realize there are certain things you can't do no more. 
you have to grow past that. You have to evolve. You have, you have to push yourself towards to being a better person right now. No, <clears throat> you, 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 sh- you, you would think that people would learn and realize that, no, this is not how I'm supposed to be. But at the same token. Oh, well, not everybody can do that. Yeah. And that's true. <laughs> not, not everybody can do that. But at the same token, regardless, for you not even to have that mindset in the beginning, it starts at home. It starts with your first feelings. It starts with those particular emotions of, hey, who gave me this love? Who gave me this attention? Who showed me this? Or who showed me that? It is one thing. Yeah, you could tell your kids, yeah, you know, it's okay to, you know, hold your your boyfriend's hand or, you know, it's okay to, to hug them if you're out in public or, you know, it's okay to tell that person that you love them and stuff like that. You could tell them all you want to, but if they're also not seeing it, if you're not showing it to them, they don't believe it. then they don't believe it because you're not practicing what you preach. And that becomes an even bigger issue because they're like, yeah, you said this, but I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know how to do it. You didn't show me. I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean? And I mean, of course, like I said, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I can honestly admit that I don't tell him I love him as much as I should, you know. But he knows it. I think I show it more than anything. So he understands. But I'm not, of course, excusing that. But he knows that I love him. I just, I don't say it a lot. But at the same token, that's also not what I was raised with. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't raised with, well, I I can't. I can't say that too, too much. Like, my dad, every chance that he got, you know, he did tell me that he loved me. So, I was definitely used to my dad, you know, telling me he loved me. But at the same same token, my dad also didn't show me structure. My dad gave me what I wanted. (laughs) My dad, you know, he spoiled me, basically. Because Uh I'm his only girl. I'm his only daughter. And in his eyes, I did no wrong. Period. He didn't care. My dad has never disciplined me ever ever (laughs) ever (laughs) and made it very clear he would tell people that nope my daughter is the boss don't you take her off (laughs) you know he made that very very clear but he didn't give me that structure he gave me you know hey i love you you know daddy loves you or whatever but it was never a, I love you, however, you fucking up, get your shit together. It was a, you know, well, we made mistakes, babe, so, you know, do what you got to do. Love you. You know, it, it, my daddy never wanted to be confrontational with me. And I'm not going to say that that set me up for failure because I still had my uncle to give me that structure. And I knew my uncle loved me. He didn't have to tell me. Although, you know, from time to time, I wish he would, or he would have, um, you know, but I had that structure from him, so I already knew, regardless, but, I mean, I give that structure to my kids, I give that structure to my boys, I give them, you know, mommy love, and I also give them tough love, because that's what they need, even when it comes down to, you know, his son when he's here, same thing. Yeah, um... My son, he's, yeah, I mean, he, yes, he's spoiled. And I'm trying to be like the somewhat of a <laughs> bridge between that because 
I'm trying to break that because for him though, like he's he's he learning how to play on certain people, especially ones that like where he feel like he gets his own way. And there are certain ones that he that he know he can try with, and he, and he know for fact he can't try with me. Um, <clears throat> but you know, and I think a lot of it though, it, I mean, it's, it's a, it's I think more like a mother thing in in a lot of cases though, because like they see okay, this is my baby, I'm gonna do this, blah blah blah, and all that. He's still young. Shit, not me. <clears throat> well, you know, in some cases, that's not all, but some. But go you know, clean your damn room. <laughs> but like my. It's like his grandmother, though. That's a whole other story, though. You know, that's grandparents' period. So, you know. Oh, yeah. They don't even count. They they don't. Mm-mm. They like, nope. You did this to me, so I'm about to spoil the shit out of your kid and send them right back to you. Grandparents don't even count. They don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, either way, though, you know, like. I mean, it just goes back to what I was saying, though. Like, he knows the ones to play on. Yeah. Play upon. He knows who to try and who not to try. Mm-hmm. And he really do. And I sit there and I watch him do it. I mean, and. You know, he tried to run that on me, which he know better by now. You know, he still try to do little things here and there, but it don't get to, it don't get through. But it's, I guess I, you know, me, I guess me being a father, I have to develop that structure with him, and you know, it have to, it had to it basically have to start somewhere. So, yeah. so you know, I'm trying to teach him certain things, whatever though. But I know it's gonna be like a up uphill battle though because you know his mom got him geared towards one particular thing and and you know it's gonna have to be me truly breaking it from them. It's 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 uh <laughs> it's hard though but we gotta do what I gotta do at the end so you know whatever that's just the main factor in that. And one thing I'll tell you too is you know we we work and we believe in cohesiveness when it comes to that um, you know, one thing I've told him is like, hey, if you've said something and I go against that, you need to hold me accountable and you need to call me out on it, you know, because of course I am human and I mean, there's some shit that I forget, <laughs> you know, especially if I'm dealing with like work or anything like that, you know, I, I will forget certain things, you know, but at the same token, you know, I have to do the same for him is to make sure that I also hold him accountable to the things that he says, um, if he, you know, says something, if he's like, no, you can't do this, or no, you can't have this, or, you know, and I'll, I'll be like, listen, the man has spoken, <laughs> you know, and that's even when it comes down to, like I said, we're a blended family. I, I know we do say a lot of his kids, my kid, you know, whatever, you know, or his son, my kids, whatever, but at the same token, we are a blended family, so referencing the kids in general, period, even when it comes down to the older kids. You know, if he's like, hey, this person can't do this. Honestly, he don't even have to give me a reason. He doesn't even have to say because of X, Y, Z. I mean, he does give me a reason. In my opinion, you know, he doesn't necessarily always have to because I mean, I, you know, I mean, all because like he, I mean, like at least you got to know why. Right. So like that way, you know, like you can offer, you know, like if he felt like he was wrong or like if whatever, you know, like you provide your input and let him know, okay, you see why he did this, you know. Yeah. I mean, this, you know, I was just going to say that I greatly do, you know, respect that fact. But I also, as a man and as a parent, you know, I trust his judgment and what he's saying. But that also, you know, a lot of people can't do that, <laughs> you know. And again, that just goes back to really getting to know the person that you're with and really getting to know their structure and how they are. You know, I know the structure of which he came from. You know, I know his dad. 
and I, I know the type of structure that he has had as a child. So I know for a fact he's not going to be like, hey, um, you know, don't do this because I said so. You know, not, <laughs> you know, he's not going to just be mean, you know, for no reason. So I definitely trust his judgment. But if he said, you know, hey, no, you can't do this or no, you can't have that or whatever. I'm like, well, you heard what he said. He said no. You know, I don't, I'm not going to second guess. I'm not going to second question because obviously it's for a reason. Like I said, he generally gives me the reason he tells me. And I'm just like, well, I'm going to go ahead and go with it. Because number one, he's the man of the house. And number two, you know, he he's a male. He is more, when it comes to male structure, I am not a male. I can be as strict as I want to be as a woman. I can be as strict as I want to be as a mother. But no matter how you look at it no matter what picture you paint on it I am not a man and I do not exude that same type of energy that men do because I'm not a man <laughs> so if that's what he feels and I make sure that that structure just stays I don't I'm not going to go against it and I'm not going to question it. and that's just like if there's something that I said he sticks to it and he's just like well nope she said no so you can't do it I mean, it's about the same in my case, though. Like, if, you know, if my son uh, did some hitting up in his door and, and she gets on him and he try to run it on me, I said, no, like, if she, if she tell you no, that means no. I mean, if it's time for bed, then it's time for bed. So, you know, it's, I mean, you know, it got to be, like, some type of cohesiveness. I mean, you know, it, like, because, you know, it's, it's, when you are, basically, though, like, with, you know, like, if you're two parents, though, within a blended family or whatever, though, it's a team effort because, you know, if one is not functioning, as, you know, you know, then there'd be all kind of, um, you know, chaos and all that other stuff. So, you know, it had to be like some type of um, common ground for, for each one to reach, though, so we can have that, you know, understanding of one another. Mm -hmm. And that's just like if I'm sick, you know, and I have to lean on him. You know, to say, you know, hey, babe, you, you know, you got to pick up the role. You know, you, you got to run the whole household. You know, I have to be able to have that, you know, that trust and that knowledge of saying, I know he's going to make sure the kids get their chores done. I know that he's going to make sure that the kids have dinner. You know, I know that he's going to make sure, you know, that the dog fed, the fish fed, the turtle fed. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, being able to really um, bring in and have that structure with each other. And make sure that your household can stay running, you know, and that's even, I mean, we don't get sick often, but I'm just, um, I'm giving that as an example. You know, if he were to, you know, ever get sick, then I have to know, okay, I have to pick up, you know, where he left off. You know, even if my bonus son is here, it's just like, hey, you know, daddy's not feeling well, you know, let's go do this. Let's go do that, you know, and, and make sure that everything still gets taken care of. That's another thing I hate for him to come home to is a dirty house. So I, I go off. <laughs> I don't like a dirty house. So I definitely, you know, I, I definitely, I go off about that. I want to make sure that he comes home to something that's clean, something that is, that he can call his sanctuary. Somewhere that he can say, you know, hey, I'm home. I'm good. Let me rest. I want him to be able to find rest where he lays his head. I want him to be able to find rest, you know, within me or within our relationship. And it's just we women have to understand that and it and I know I said it in the last segment of us saying oh I don't want no man I need no man or I don't need no man or I don't want 
Like you really have to understand that there's such there's this thing in life that is called balance, and you need the feminine and masculine energies in order to really have peace and balance within this lifetime. And again, that's something that I've had to really, really learn. And that's where I've had to learn the structure and understanding what forgiveness really is. And I can't be so hard-hearted to the point where I shut down and shut everybody off. This is not fair. So I had to learn that um, myself. I mean, you know, like that just takes, you know, like a learning growing and for us to realize that you know like you know we're not going to always have the answer you know it's going to have to come when it, it come when it comes so that's, that's just the way life is like, you know it's a there's always going to be a teaching lesson for us you know we're going to learn from it yeah and it's just i mean you learn every day you grow every day there's no such thing as a person literally knowing everything because you're not and you're going to learn stuff you know about your partner from day to day. Yeah, tell yeah. me about it. Tell me about it. Bro. <laughs> What's up with me? No shade come on, but you know. It's, it's... You know, I'm a goofball, but I'm intelligent. <laughs> but no, you do though. You, you're going to still learn something, you know, every day. And I don't know. It's just a lot of times you're going to learn something that'll help you or aid you in, in loving that person more and a lot of times you'll see something that'll be like you know what you're getting on my goddamn nerves but then again there's that thing of you know what this is why I love you there's so many different things that you can see and understand and know about a person on a daily basis but it's really for you to open your eyes and actually see it going on some people are only in love because they well they're not in love some people only are with that other person because they love the way they love them. It's not that they love them back. They just love how they love on them. Some, some, some of they start to, with that person because they're afraid to be alone, no matter how that person treats them. I mean, that you too. know, I don't want to be alone, so you know, I'm much rather put up, put up with being treated like shit than to be alone, or whatever. Though for me to actually find myself to actually open myself up to somebody who's work, who's more than worth my time. And I will honestly say, people only get treated like shit because they <coughs> how you, and there was something I was mentioning, how you love and respect yourself is going to dictate how you love and allow somebody else to love and respect you. That's definitely true. So, on that note, um, we're going to end this podcast. Um, like I said, we will be um, uploading some more content pretty soon. Like we'll, be, like, we'll be sending some more and make some more videos as well. So, that's another yes, thing. So. Yes, 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 yes. We so, we, we'll be getting on that um, as soon as possible. Um, you know, we still have our other content up. You know, feel free to check it out. We have an Instagram page, though. Um, add us on that cast and what it eats. Um, Anything else? <laughs> no, just lesson of the day is black love and building that foundation. Women setting the stage for structure of the way a black man loves a black woman, the way a boy loves his mother, the way a boy loves another girl. You got to instill that structure within your boys. And uh, I think we'll have a better world. 
But as far as we're concerned, we good. We've built our structure. We're going to continue to build it. And uh, we have an empire now. We're just going to build a fortress around it. So therefore, anything we do is going to be completely unstoppable. Uh, and on that note, we bid y'all do peace and blessings.